0: me of Eliza and the baby. There was nothing left to say. Custom declared that this morning was officially the moment for me to get on with living. I accepted their seeming indifference as I stepped into the cool bath and immersed myself, sinking my hair into the water's tomb-like embrace. When I emerged, I still found my thoughts returning to the beautiful woman I had loved with all my heart, and to the baby boy who had lived only three short days. If only— did my persistent sorrow show in my face? Did resentment for the brevity of the grief permitted me reflect in my eyes? Judah Ben Perez, my friend since childhood, greeted me when I had dressed in clean clothes and emerged into the late spring sunlight. Now we were both widowers, he for many years, but I resented and rejected any comparison between his stoic acceptance and my too fresh, too painful sense of loss. The peace of Hashem is with you, David ben Lazarus, my brother. His tone was too bright, as if he had forgotten Eliza was gone. His words hurt me like light hurts the eyes when one looks directly into the sun. And with you, Judah. Welcome back. He took my arm as though I had been gone a long journey. Have you heard the news from Jerusalem? Being a rich merchant in the nation's capital, Judah was much better positioned than most to receive the news from the wider world. His trading caravans regularly made journeys to and from Petra, Ecbatona, and Alexandria. Amphorae of oil, or wine, or dates, or wheat, each bearing the clay seal of the House of Perez, were frequently seen on the docks of Caesarea Maritima. From there they were soon en route to Antioch, Athens, and even Rome itself. The Roman province called Cilicia, that stretched from Damascus to the Nile, Included the Jewish homeland, and was rightly called the breadbasket of the empire. Pomegranates and sycamore figs grown on my land took their places in the straw-lined baskets of commerce conveyed by Judas Export Company. Sometimes it amused me to think that grapes from my Bethany estate, raised under my care, picked at my direction, crushed under my supervision, and transformed into wine in my vintage, made much longer voyages than I had ever done or dreamed of doing. I never cared to visit Rome but the fortunes of my house were increased every time a Roman senator's wife praised the product of my labor. Therefore, I had always looked forward to Judah's reports. He was counting on that interest now. As transparent as was the device, I was still grateful for his concern. Though the politics of Rome and Jerusalem were unfolding a mere two miles from where we stood, I shook my head. I had heard nothing of the outside world for the past month. What now? The new Roman governor— Pontius Pilate, is staying at Old Herod's palace. He's held meetings with Caiaphas and Annas. The high priesthood is well and truly in the complete control of Rome. Sacrifices are offered daily by Caiaphas in the Temple for Rome and Emperor Tiberius. Every synagogue is commanded to pray for Tiberius. May Hashem bless and keep Tiberius, far away from the land of Eretz Israel. I smiled slightly as I uttered the rabbinic blessing of our oppressors. Petrarch Herod Antipas has taken Herodias to his bed. The wife of his brother. And here's the big news. Caiaphas himself performed the marriage ceremony. The sect of Pharisees is in an uproar. A very quiet and fearful uproar, but even so... I pondered this news. It's sure to lead us to unrest in the countryside where people still have a conscience. What will Pilate say about such an unholy union? Pilate could care less about his morals... I mean—he glanced over his shoulder before continuing—was there ever a more wicked ruler than Tiberius Caesar? As long as our people do not fall into open rebellion, and we hold our tongues and pay our taxes and pay and pay and pay, was there ever such a time as this? Come, Messiah, deliver us! Herod Antipas has gathered up his entire court and gone off to his palace in Galilee for the season, out of sight of the people and Pilate. I walked with him toward the road that led to my home. That's better for all of us. May Hashem bless and keep Herod Antipas. Far away from us, Judah paused. The departure of Antipas from Jerusalem was a good thing. His oppressive rule was far worse than that of his father, Herod the Great. Antipas was fully controlled by Rome, while possessing the same vices as his butcher king father. Judah's strong jaw stiffened as he waited until a group of village women carrying laundry baskets passed us on the road. When he was certain no one could hear, he resumed.